0: Big day of relief for market bulls, but one sector that has been an outlier in its strength this year is healthcare, in particular, some of the big pharma trades. Let's talk about a few with our next guest. Joining us from Missoula Americas, Mark Mara Goldstein, is a managing director and senior biotech analyst. Mara, great to have you here. Let's jump straight into it. A couple stocks sure. that you like. Merck being one that I think we're all familiar with that looks like it still has the dominance in the oncology sector. Is that the bull case?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple of things. One is, you know, the, the company does have dominance in the oncology space with Keytruda. That's honestly been, you know, a, a plus and a minus for the company because of the concentration of revenues, but they're able to take those funds and deploy them elsewhere. So the company's been doing, you know, smaller tuck-in acquisitions, and the question becomes, you know, can they ultimately uh, come up with enough, uh, you know, enough firepower here to offset Keytruda later in the decade uh, when they get loss of exclusivity? Um, but, you know, there's also been a... A flight, you know, essentially to a defensive quality name, and Merck certainly fits that build in a rising interest rate environment, you know, these stocks look pretty good.
0: Can we uh, track, and if so, would love to hear any details or numbers from your own channel checks or research. Have, have we seen how hospital activity has changed over the past year as uh, uh, COVID patients have gotten fewer and fewer. Can we see how many uh, uh, people are in for for treatments that maybe got delayed or uh, uh, were pushed back?
1: Sure. I mean, beginning with last year, we really saw, I think, a a big shift away from you know sort of the the impact that COVID had. Although, according to our own um, analyst here who covers hospital and healthcare services, there's still a there's still a bit lag. We're not necessarily all the way up to pre levels. EQV, which is market resource, uh, publishes data. Um, but really, the question I think for a company like Merck is what gets affected and how. Keytruda, from a cancer perspective, has largely been unaffected through this in part because injectable drugs for cancer have largely been uh, unaffected but also because the company has uh, been able to secure so many new approvals that the number new patients coming in far offsets the dampening effect that covid you know had um there are other products in the company's portfolio some more heavily affected uh, by COVID. A, a product called bridian which is a um, a drug that is used during surgeries and in particular elective surgeries was certainly impacted we've certainly seen an ups- upswing in that it's not Quite back, I think, from a demand perspective, where it was pre-COVID, but it's it's moving in that direction.
0: Okay, so there's still some uh, volume, I guess, uh, that's uh, yeah. coming through the pipeline.
1: Yeah, I mean, you still have, you know, you still have a question of, you know, the COVID impact um, and the relative surges. So certainly, we we have seen those. Certainly, over the course of the last year, those surges have tended to be, um, I think, pretty narrow in scope on a, on a relative basis compared to where we, where we were the year before.
0: Okay, One of the other companies uh, that you like, uh, TCRR, definitely a very different performer on the year, but going after uh, some of the same sector in oncology, a little bit of a different approach versus uh, Keytruda's CAR-T style uh, uh, treatment, is that right?
1: So, Keytruda is not a CAR-T, right? It's, it's called a checkpoint inhibitor, and it's a okay. drug that you take intravenously, um, and it essentially helps the immune system recognize um, cancer and go after the cancer cells. Um, so, TCR works uh, on the cell therapy side, which is essentially taking your cells, manipulating them to go after the cancer. It's really more on the, um, you know, it's more on the riskier scale when it comes to when you think about oncology. It's really a totally new approach to treating solid. Tumors, uh, and the company's about, you know, is just starting a phase two trial uh, looking at how to try and treat uh, patients whose tumors express something called mesothelin. So think about mesothelioma, also ovarian cancer. Uh, lung, some lung cancers as well. Um, it's an interesting approach. Um, it really needs to be validated in, in terms of bigger studies. And, and it's a, you know, this is sort of the barbell. Mark on the is a very large established uh, pharmaceutical company and TCR Square is a, a small uh, biotech. So very, very different ends of the sort of mm. healthcare barbell, if you will. So, um, one of the companies that I would put in the middle of that barbell that mm-hmm. we do cover is Arcus um, and that's R-C-U-S is the ticker. And that company is developing a variety of drugs um, Um, you know, more along the lines of a Keytruda, right? Drugs that are either taken orally or injected. Um, And, uh, you know, also for cancer and they have a relationship with a a large biotech company called Gilead and a pretty big readout coming up fairly shortly. Mm. So I put them in the middle of that barbell.
0: When is that? When should we be looking at the uh, update?
1: Sure. Um, well, we're expecting sometime before the end of the year update on a trial of theirs called ARC-7, which is looking at a novel mechanism called TIGIT, um, combining it with a checkpoint inhibitor for treatment of also uh, lung cancer. Lung cancer is a fairly big market when it comes to the treatment of cancer, just because of the sheer number of individuals who get treated for lung cancer. Um, and that will give us a sense directionally of what the what the activity of this combination is. Um, and then the company also has a bigger trial um, that is ongoing. And that data we won't have for a bit but the arc 7 will really be the first uh, bit of data that we'll see quantitative bit of data that will say you know how many patients actually responded potentially how long they lit you know how how long they went without seeing any type of progression of their disease
0: interesting now uh, for ARCUS. Uh, in TCR, are these standalone treatments or uh, will they also experiment with uh, combinations as I know a lot of these uh, treatments will uh, take something and try and combine it with another treatment as well?
1: Yeah, we're largely talking about combinations in some ways for both these okay. st- for both these therapies, but for different reasons, quite frankly. Um, on the one hand, um, combinations for Argus, because we certainly see that these drugs do tend to work best in combination, and on the other hand, for TCR, looking at their therapy to use in combination with a checkpoint inhibitor to improve the durability, or in essence, you know how long patients respond for.
0: Okay, love the details, uh, Mara, and a, a nice a couple overlooked ones there for us too. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Great
0: right, every day. All right, you too, Mark Goldstein, joining us from Zillow Americas. A few stocks there: RCUS, as well as
1: TCRR, in addition to Merck.